Welcome back to the OTL podcast, uh, and when I say welcome back, welcome back to my panellists who we've just done this and realised it wasn't recorded, and checking again now it has, okay, David Roxburgh, we're going to do this in double time, uh, given how late in the evening it already is, welcome back to the OTL podcast, you made your debut and you were, you were desperate to come back on, not knowing that I wouldn't record it, how are you? I am excellent, and I have lots of fresh things in my head to see that I haven't just said in the last 30 minutes, and I will see them in a much quicker and succinct way in the next 15 minutes. That'll be a highlight version, and making his debut for the second time this evening, uh, we've got Barry Davies. But Barry, welcome to the OTL podcast. Tell us, how did you end up being an Airdrie supporter? Thanks, Colin. Thanks for um, introducing me again. Uh, I'll make it a condensed version. Started going late 80s kind of picked up more towards the end of our Broomfield days. Um, started attending quite quite frequently after that. Uh, we moved to Broadwood, uh, home and away games, season ticket holder most of the time um, when I can afford it. And yeah, that's me up to speed. I mean, the important bit, right, so you're a driving instructor. Get, tell us a bit about your, your driving instructor business because it's in, it's in Airdrie, so there will be people listening who know people about to drive, want to learn to drive themselves. So how did they, how did they find out about you? Sure. Uh, so that's Barry Davis Driver Training, easily found on Facebook. Um, like the page, share the page with all your friends and family. Um, can message me through the page if you're looking for driving lessons uh, for anybody that you know. Um, cover here in Bridge area and always willing to chat to people who are, who are interested in, in driving lessons. And Airdrie fans make the best drivers, is that right? Um, yeah, that's what that's what I've been told. Um, yeah, I've no reason to disbelieve that. Struggle to pick up three <laughs> points. There you go. Uh, right, last night, so um, I was lucky enough to be along at the game, uh, and it was amazing to be back in the stadium. Uh, you guys were unfortunately having to watch from from the telly, but we're all all of us disappointed in the result, obviously. And um, so let's just throw open uh, David. Where do you think it all went wrong? Um, personally, I think we sat too deeply on the game. Started well, contested well. I, I, I was surprised by how we set up. I wouldn't have had the Riley through the middle. Um, I thought that was unfair on him, to be fair. And he tried his best, but was left wanting at times. Probably would have rather seen Roy up front instead of Jack Mackay. I think Mackay did a lot of running, fell down in positions, but missed a guilt-edged opportunity at one point. Um, but I thought when we started sitting deep and lumping it a bit more, a bit of hit and hope... We lost our way. Best chance of the game, the only shot really on target, came from a good passive move that went into O'Reilly and unfortunately edge of the box and he said it straight to the keeper. So for me, I think there's some key changes that I'd like to see happen for Friday. Barry, what, what about you? Any other takes on last night's game? Um, yeah, I, I think we just set up too defensively. Um, I think we're a better attacking team and to, to try and defend against a team like Morton who... They were quite quick. I mean, they, they, you know, they weren't the best team, but we, we kind of played into their hands. We made it easy for them to defend our, our attacks when we did try to get up the park. It was a lot of long balls from Airdrie. 
it's been proven in the past few games when we've done that that we miss guys that turn it out that we're not as effective and I think that I don't know if it was maybe just a, a wee bit of too many games players running on empty fatigue I just I, I just think we missed a chance last night to, to to actually have a go at them and we didn't really kind of do that we didn't trouble them that much as David says one shot on target all night um Set up, setting up with with O'Reilly starting in centre mid, and, and I mean, I, I I don't think Jack McKay did did much wrong last night. I, I I think he was asked to to play several different positions over the course of the night, um, and fair play to the guy for 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 being able for being able to do that. Um, his chance that he missed, yeah, would Alaroy have scored it possibly? Um, would would Gal have scored it? Maybe, yeah, and most likely, um. <sighs> It was a good chance to, to not hit the target is, is disappointing with that chance. You, you've got to hit the target when it's so close to the goal and you just kind of volleyed it wide. Disappointing. It was it was quite a, I guess what they call a guilt-edged chance. You should have at least got it on target. Um, missed a chance. Hopefully we can go down on Friday night and, and make up for it. So I'll, I'll temper my frustration last night with... Um wasn't going in our favour. So the, the last game, Murray said something that the, the pre-match about I hadn't the damage hadn't been as bad as he thought, which kind of got my hopes up. But obviously, no care, Peyton or Connell. So three big losses down the spine of the team. They've all been very important in that run. Add to that, in the course of last night's game, Carrick gets injured and not, his, not necessarily his best game or whatever, but he's just hard worker was playing central midfield and was 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 effective in terms of getting about the place, being in people's faces. So he goes off, bit of a disaster. Paul Mackay goes off. Paul Mackay, for all his critics, has been part of everything during this good run. That The the shape that they've got, you could, I could see watching the game last night how solid the shape is. So it's the, the three at the back, the wing-backs, probably deeper than we would like to have seen them, but could, could add in as auxiliary defenders and didn't leave a lot of space, didn't give Morton much chance to create too many things. Um, so you can see the solidity of it. But then once he goes off, sticking to that shape, I'm not convinced was the was the best idea. But then Scott Walker goes off injured as well, and that's a nightmare because if you want to go to back four, you, you probably want him at full-back. So the, the goal comes down, what, Paul Mackay slash... Uh, Scott Walker's side of the defence with Craig Thompson looking a bit like a fish on, out of water, making a mistake with that. So it's, I, I do think the injuries have been absolutely key and the, the team that we had on at the end of the game just being square pegs and round holes, but maybe you, you don't have any round pegs at that point. But my, another frustration I have is just, I don't think the team at the end made much sense uh, and substitutions were, were enforced, but we've kind of... Turner, I think, was the best player on the pitch. Certainly, first half gliding past people, a joy to joy to watch. And it was one thing that was giving me a bit of confidence. But he's then left with with no midfield partners. We've got Robert Thompson and O'Reilly all on the pitch. So kind of three wingers, but asking them to do different things. While Sabatini and and, and Richie were were on the bench. So I, I do have a frustration that better personnel at the end might have stopped the disaster, and then at least would still be would still be level in the game. Um, but I don't, I don't know how that came across on the on the TV. Did it look like we maybe lost a bit of our solidity just by people being unsure of themselves? I think so. I think from a positional sense, there were certain players that were moved. Is that maybe in positions that they weren't naturally used to or hadn't played in a while? Definitely centre mid we struggled with. 
with the exception of Turner, obviously, right, but it's almost like he didn't have a hand in there. Some of his brilliant runs just, they were great, but they started so deep. You want him doing these runs up the park where he's got an opportunity to put in a striker or to play a good ball out wide. And when he was playing good balls out wide, it wasn't in a position where the winger could get a quick cross in or had one guy to beat. He still had an awful lot of work to do and it usually ended up working its way back into the middle. By that point in time, more and I've got other big guys back in and, and are hard to break down. I would like to think that the injuries might actually force us to set up slightly differently and we've got to go for it. Absolutely got to go for it from the word go. And I would have, for me, Roy up front. I'd get Thompson on for the start. Okay, the guy had an unfortunate incident with the header, right? But you know what? It was a difficult position um, that he was put in. It could happen to anybody. It was just an indecision. And even then, you know, that you can't say that the blame sits there. There was a lot of contributing factors. We were sitting too deep and inviting them on. They were getting the game a little bit more. Get Roy on from the start. Get um, Thompson on for the start. Get Robert on for the start. And I'm going to put one out there. Get Sabatini on for the start. I kind of see it happening, but for me, he is the nearest thing we've got to Peyton in terms of a guy that can play the ball in the deck, quite composed, can link up defensive midfield and could give Turner a chance to get further up the park. Again, can't see it happening, but I genuinely think it could be what we've been missing, um, or especially in the last game. The last last thing I'll say... Oh no, on you go, Barry. On you go. I was say, <laughs> sorry, David. Sorry to get a word in edgeways, bro. You know, um, one thing we've not seen is Sabatini and um, Kyle Turner play in the same team yet. I don't believe that's happened yet. I don't. I can't think of Sabatini coming no, on not. as a sub in any games, and he's certainly not started any. Um, I mean, that that it, it could be an opportunity to to to, to create a bit of greatness on Friday night if they start the two of them alongside Sabatini sitting deeper, letting. Kyle Turner get forward and then get Robert and Thompson on the wing. Um, if you need to get another midfielder in there, then I'd, I'd, if, if Peyton isn't fit, then either get Kerr in there or get Richie in there to just be like a, a spoiler. Like let Sabatini and, and Turner be the, the, the kind of creativity, get Richie to spoil things and then get, get your back three of uh, four dice, <clears throat> probably Crichton, and if he makes it. Well, Paul Mackay, but I mean, I don't know. Leon McCann maybe could. Uh, it's, it's a funny one. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of struggling. Four, maybe a four, four man at the back. Maybe Leon McCann. Maybe five. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a funny one. I or, think or, we, or sorry, I'm thinking four. I, I think yeah, it might be a tight pitch then at Capello. So you, there's less width to defend. We're going to have to take risk at some point, and you've only got three subs. And you might be taking a risk on starting guys who are injured. So what if you went with uh, back to Karen Crichton, uh, McCann, maybe Walker if he's fit, if not, Jack McKay, whoever needs to fill in there. And then you choose between going four uh, or, or going five even. So you have Thompson, Robert, with license to get forward, Richie Sabatini and Turner sitting in the middle. One advantage for Sabatini, he's not played with him. He'll, he'll, he'll certainly uh, get advice through the game because Turner did not stop talking at any point last night. Uh, something didn't quite come across in pixel was and how vocal he is. So um, it'll be a test for how good his Scottish is But after a, a year with us, but he would certainly be given plenty of instruction. Uh, and then maybe it's Gallagher up front on his on his own, or, or you go for him midfield and you get Gallagher and Roy up front. But I agree with you. I think I was watching yesterday my great hope was 
Scott Fox, Airdrie boy, uh, was um, in goal. Wouldn't have had much time to train with them. Maybe a bit of indecision between the back four and him. Never tested. Never, never really tested at all. Uh, you could had, you could have had their youth keeper on, uh, and and the, the the one that was hit him was straight at him. Um, so that was that was a disappointment. And as the game went on, I couldn't see us scoring from open play. So I agree. I think you need to need to try something different. Um, uh, they said on the radio that it's a really bad pitch down at Capolo, but if we fall into the trap of just trying to outmuscle somebody, their team are all big, tall, athletic looking. I don't think you're going to beat them playing long ball. I think you may as well have a go and uh, get the wingers on uh, because we've seen them on their day. They can be frightening. And uh, and if they just freeze a bit, then that's something that would give me a bit of hope. I mean, the when it comes to the... On your way, David, sorry. I was just going to say, when it comes to their defence, I wouldn't necessarily use the word athletics, right? Big eye. That pitch is just as bad for them as it is for us. You hit the ball in the deck at them and it's bobbling and bouncing about, right? You get a lucky break and you've got quick players in there that can take advantage of that. That that could be the way. You're right, we go high and miss out the crappy park. We just play right into their big defender's hands. And I think that's why we need to try and keep it down irrespective of the dodgy pitch. Could work in our favour. The, the pressure's on them. They need to defend their lead. So if we go and just sit back, that's they just need to hang on. They don't need to really do that much. We need to make them work to hold on to their lead. So if it means playing a more attacking-minded team, I mean, Murray might not. It might go against his kind of ethos, if you like, or the way he likes to set his teams up. But with nothing, with nothing to lose. Um, we're already losing the game, so if if we lose it two three nil, but have a good go at them, versus losing it one nil and just sitting back and almost kind of petering out to a whimper, um, it's just actually occurred to me that four dice can play right back. So if we've got a problem there, he that's where he played when he first joined us. So Kerr could always step in and partner Crichton, and four dice could move to right back, and at least it would give us a solid four man across the back with McCann at left back, allowing a wee bit of more attacking creativity moving forward, whilst you've got a, a kind of solid core at your defence. Max Curry's fine, he's he's absolutely solid. Um, we just got to keep it tight at the back, but have a go at them. Like it just it's it's got to happen. If it doesn't happen and we and we just I think that's the main criticism of Murray is he's he's kind of inflexible with his ability to change a game. It's like you say last night, Colin, when when the kind of team that finished the game, it was almost as if we didn't have a plan B. So it was just like, right, who can I put on now? Or another winger, maybe they'll have more luck. But you end up just with too many wingers and nobody really with any any much of an idea what what they were actually meant to be doing. So as he ran down this wing, as he going this wing, Thompson was playing right back at one point, hence why the, the, the corner. I mean, I don't blame Thompson. I mean, it could happen to anybody. It was just he he happened to be the guy that did it. It could have been anybody. Somebody needs to give him a shout to let him know where he is, as, as, as Ian Murray kind of alluded to in his comments. But they didn't, and we can see the corner. But then it didn't come from the corner. It came from the second ball going out and getting crossed back in. So somebody should have been closing that down as well. I mean, it's easier for us to sit and watch from home. But, I mean, the communication has to be there in the park as well. That needs to be better on Friday. And they need to just go and just have a bloody go at them. I mean, it's not, as I say, Airdrie fans, historically speaking, all we want to see from our team is them attacking and having a go and not just lying down and accepting defeat. And if we go there on Friday night and we just 
kind of sit back and maybe try to hit them in the break. For me, that, that, that's not trying. You've got to go and actually attack them and see what you can get. If it's still a defeat, so be it. At least we gave it a try. And But if you come away from it thinking, nah, I regret that. We, we, we played we played not, not the best we played. We kind of just whimpered out and you end up thinking, I wish I'd done this differently. That would be the biggest concern for me. He's got to have a go. He's got to set up his team to have a go. 100%. And I think we could all see the players were suffering a bit of fatigue. They were dead in their feet the other day, right? So we can't afford to sit in at the beginning because I would anticipate that with this other game really being quite quick on the heels of last night's game, they will be tiring again at the end of this game coming up. So they've got to use that energy effectively in the first half and try and get on the front foot and go with them. And that's where I think Robert on from the start, Thompson on from the start, um, and get, um, Roy on from the start. Three relatively quick players that will run at players that will try and take them on, try and create things. You know, Gal is always there for any two-yard scrappy rebounds or crosses. You know, I think that is a front four sort of thing. You know, I think that's that's the way to go. Yeah, no, my biggest fear on Friday would be persevering with the tactics and the uh, and the personnel who finished the game yesterday. I'm not having a go at any of the players. Like you see, I mean, we're talking about Thompson making the mistake that conceded the corner. Still a lot to happen before the, the goal goes in. Um, they've got us there. They, they, they deserve uh, deserve to get to the final. Well done to them. And I just want to see them have a go. And, and hopefully, Murray having a think about what the game plan is and... If the only centre mids he's got available haven't played for a while, namely Sabatini, then being brave enough to do it because it's not going to work. If we line up with the three wingers and two of them not playing in wing positions, I can see it being a disaster. So let's have a think about it, dust them off, see who's fit, get into the best best formation you can and, and have a go. And if you score first, uh, we said this, they're going to, I mean, they're applying to get more than 500 and if they can, um, the, the dream would be turning that crowd against them and then all of a sudden the, the pressure is on them and they might not want the ball and you've got your ball players on. Uh, uh, Robert, when he came on last night, albeit he only had what, did you say, 12 minutes, the first thing he did was a, a flick which was a bit lucky, ricocheted off the guy but it came off uh, and some, suddenly somebody was heading for the byline which we hadn't seen for a bit before and when they come on against Cove as well uh, instantly you just see the control and stuff that's there so I, I know that his face doesn't fit I suspect that Ian Murray likes harder working players and he, he doesn't have time for, for, for luxury within his team and that's got us to second in the league so it's not to be wholly criticised um, but for who's available I think he'll be fresh. I think he's got the kind of skill that even on a, a bumpy pitch, it might catch them out. And it's it's what I want to see. Yeah, I, I agree. I think in, last night he came on and immediately something different happened. Like you say, I hadn't, we hadn't had anything like that at all the, the, the previous 80 minutes of the of the game. Um, as I say, you know what you get with guys like Carrick. It's, it's work rate. It's, it's hard work and getting up and down the park and stuff. Robert gives you something different. And yeah, he might not be the most hardworking of players, but you know if you give him the ball, that he might just then create something that the other guys can't do because they just don't have that level of creativity. One thing you've got to do is you've got to give him the ball. I mean, he, he came on and he, he got a little bit of the ball, but he wasn't used as much as he, he should have been. 
a lot of times we just resort to lumping. He's not going to win anything in the year, especially against guys that are 6'2", 6'3", and, and really big kind of brutish defenders, I feel like. They'll, they'll just knock him at the park because if he's like a stick, you know, is they're not going to they're not going to have any problems defending. Even get even the ball going up to, to Gal and Jack McKay. I, I don't remember many, many high balls that they won. Well, we have somebody like Stevie Cooper in there who would be winning it all day long, you know. It, it, it just... It wasn't yeah, working. and also directing it to somebody in his team. Even when we were winning it, we weren't getting the second ball. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to, you, 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 if that's not working, you've got to have a plan B. That, to me, was the biggest thing from last night. We didn't really have a plan B. It's the same as the long throws. As much as the, the, the premise behind the long throw and, and winning a flick on and getting getting a goal from it, it we've only seen it. We've only seen it come off maybe a couple of times and getting getting actual goals from it. Um, I think we just need to try something a bit different. Teams are expecting it now and they set up to defend at the front post because that's where it goes to. So you've got guys like Crichton trying to knock it back across, but it doesn't work. So we've got to try something different. Like try a short throw in for a change or yeah. do something a bit different. Uh, and the first goal went against Cove. They were waiting on the long throw coming in. You take the short throw, the ball goes in, and they're kind of all caught out of position because it didn't work out the way they did. So a variation, yeah, you need to vary it. But I mean, if Paul McKay's injury is as bad as it looked, then it's maybe not going to be. It's going to be forced into more regular throws. So absolutely, yeah. And, and, and I think uh, Thomas Robert's the kind of player who you've got a shy in the attacking third. He'll want it to his feet, and he won't worry about having a man close to him because he'll trust his technique to to bring it in or to beat the guy so yeah I, I agree with you that the um we need to just show a bit more variety and have a plan b there was a funny a later, later moment in the the match when they got a, a shy quite far in the attack in the third last night but it was after paul mckay's injury and nothing knew what to do you'd know connell you'd know mckay and all of a sudden they'd come up with a a, a set piece from a throw in which which just wasn't ex- expected tom robert took a, a throw probably for the first time this season and got the ball back to his feet so it's going to be a different game uh, if if Paul McKay's not there. That that's a good point you make about four dice. So if Kerr is fit, uh, you can maybe have four dice as a a really pretty defensive right back just to give Robert a bit more uh, license to to push on because you know that he's not going to track back. So whereas Walker might have pushed on a bit and and tried to overlap or support him or whatever, you, you maybe just say. Right, I'll go against everything that Eden Murray stands for, but he gets to be the luxury winger and not have mm-hmm. to track back because you need to take the risk. You need to find how we're going to score a goal. And the thing is, right, yeah, he might sound like a luxury, but see when you want to shoot up shop later because we've fought hard at the beginning, we've got back in the game, that's fine. Take him off. For me, he went on too late, as did Roy. We were already dead in our feet a wee bit and they never got enough of the ball. We were sitting too deep in. And, and you've said it yourself, they, their fans, we have the opportunity if we start sharp to get their fans on their back. Now, our fans were in really excited to be back and seeing the team, but they were generally in good spirits. They'd just seen their team move from seventh to second place. We've ended in a high. We are in a positive mindset. Their fans are not going to be, their fans, as excited as they are to get back in, are going to be nervous about their team dropping out of, of a league they've been in for a long time. They're going to be nervous because they've seen their team lose a lot of games this season. We can go there and put that mindset straight into their heads of we're going to blow this if we go on the attack early, but we need the right setup. That's key. We've got to set up well and we've got to set up attacking. And yeah, we're limited by injuries and things like that, but there's still enough in that team, I think, 
to go out and cause Morton some real problems. I agree. And but what I would say as well, if he doesn't start with Robert and Thompson, he needs to give them and he uses to take some up, brings them off the bench. He needs to give them enough time to make a difference. I mean, Robert got 12 minutes last night. I would argue that's probably not enough time to come on and, and do much. I mean, they might come on and they might get lucky and, and just ping one in from 30 yards out or whatever, but he needs time to get into the game, get yourself up to speed and run at the defenders because they're going to be two games in a few days plus, I don't know how old their defenders are. I think Brian McLean, the guy that was speaking last night, I mean, I think he's maybe in his mid-30s. Well, I might be wrong. I might be thinking of somebody else, but either way, he's a young guy. He's fast. He's direct. Same as Thompson. Get them on to do some damage. If they don't start the game, get them on. Bring them on at half-time. If we're still chasing a, chasing a goal at half-time, still 1-0 to Morton, bring them on. Give them time to do it. Give them a full second half and change the game plan and get them actually attacking. If Airdrie give it a go on Friday night, nobody's no Airdrie fan is complaining about it, regardless of the result. But if we just go out with a whimper, then it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same calls for Murray out and didn't do the didn't set up the right team, and it's going to be the same the, the same stuff that gets posted all the time. We, we've all read it. It becomes a bit tiring after a while as, as an Airdrie fan, but we're seeing the same thing years after years. Oh, can't get his team motivated, but he's got a chance now to to, to prove us all wrong to set up a bit more offensively and actually have a real goal. My fear is that he won't do that and it will just be another playoff nightmare for us all, which, I mean, we could all do with a, a cheer after the year we've had. Let's, let, let, let's do it, Airdrie, get us up there. Yeah, it'd be the, it's almost a dream way to do it. Andrew said in the last podcast, this is better than winning the league because we're, we're getting to go in and, and see the playoff final, right? Well, that's not panned out well so far, um, but, but winning the Turning it around the deficit and winning down at Capolo would be better than winning the first leg and getting a draw in the second. So, oh, let's hold, hold on to what we can. There's, yeah. there's, there's, we're still in. We're still in the tie. Need to score. Well, you don't need to score first, but we need to be able to score goals. We can't go down there just sit and hope that a chance comes up. I think we need to go for it. Hope that their finishing wasn't quite as clinical as they would like it to be yesterday or they would have been out of sight. So you take a bit of risk and you hope you back yourself to take the chances more than they do. Um, uh, they're not they're not a terrible side, unfortunately. I was hoping that they were just going to be dire. Um, they, they're kind of not pleasing on the eye, but they, they did all seem to be pretty tall in stature and they had a good shape and they, uh, as the game went on, imposed themselves, I think, down to our changes that were enforced and the fact that our shape was kind of a bit all over the place. I think that's all. I saw someone having a go at Roy and uh, Roy today. He had 10 minutes and the ball was ball was really up there. So I agree all the stuff on, especially the Facebook page. Uh, we, we overreact to, to losses. Of course we do. We're football fans. We just need to send whatever positive vibes we can down to, down to Greenock on Friday night. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um I think we just got to we've got to start well. We've got to we've got to take it to them right from the off. Um, we they played to their strengths last night. We didn't play to our strengths. That can't happen again. We have to play to the strengths of the team now. It's about getting the ball down, or it's about playing it long. It wasn't working last night. The best player in the park is Turner. We can't keep on firing over his head and hoping Gal and Mackay and will hold it up because that wasn't working. So they were just firing to back up at us. And all of a sudden, when you get like a, a slightly shaky defence, um, 
they looked nervous in defence as well, and, and they were putting us under a bit of pressure. But it was all because we were firing it back at them, and they were just mopping it up. We've got to be better, got to be different, and we've got to just try something a wee bit more creative. And I, I mean, I, I've no doubt we can score goals, but that's like you said earlier on, Colin, I couldn't see where a goal was coming from last night. I thought it was going to end a nil-nil, but then I could see them gaining momentum as the as the game progressed towards the final five, ten minutes of the game. And then for it was going to be eight minutes of injury time, I just couldn't see us hanging holding on, hanging hanging on for the the, the, the nil-nil. And then sure enough, the, the sucker punch came and there was I didn't see us doing another cove. I couldn't see an equaliser coming, unfortunately. And that's the way it proved to be. Yeah. But it's only half time though. Friday night's a good chance to to go and and just be a bit different and do it a wee bit better and, and, and create some chances and more importantly get some goals and we can do it we've proven we can do it um, and uh, you're right they, they weren't a great team they, they, weren't a, they weren't a terrible team but they, they weren't brilliant I mean I couldn't, I couldn't have told you like oh yeah they've, they've completely dominated us they didn't but we just didn't do enough to attack them one shot and throw 90 minutes tells a story yeah right You've good news. You've been given permission to go down to Greenock on Friday night, but uh, it's it's to help with the team. And Ian Murray wants you have to have the final thirty seconds before they go out onto the pitch. So David, deliver your message. What are you what are you saying to the boys to to get them to go for it? We have goals in this team. We have we have belief in this team. We've got momentum in this team. That was a stumble, right? But usually when you stumble, you start running, don't you? And that's what we need to start doing. We need to start running and going at them. And we need to believe. And we need to get an early goal and then make them start doubting themselves. I think if we do that, then it can go in our favour. Start fast and knock them off their stride. And we can do it. Barry, you must do this all the time before someone sits their test. So come on, give us a give us a, give us a pep talk. What are you saying to them? Uh, God, I've just got to say, their, their, their guy last night said that there was only one team trying to win the game. That tells a story. And if that can't, if that doesn't motivate you to go out and, and prove prove that guy and the rest of that Morton team wrong, I know that's like kind of like winding, winding teams up and stuff like that. But you hear about players putting, like managers putting newspaper cuttings in the wall. Just get that quote. They don't think we were trying on Tuesday night. Let's go out and try tonight. Just make sure that you give it your all. Do what you can. Just deal with things one step at a time. You know what I mean? It's, it just needs to be attack, attack. Make sure you're doing what you need to do. Keep your keep yourself tight at the back and just have a late go at them. Because as I say, all the fans want from the team is a, is a good attacking performance and to actually try and get the win, not to sit back. That's yeah. one of the fake sounds. That's all right. They'll hold the kickoff back for us. Uh, well you know, over your thirty seconds. Uh, that's you disqualified. Mine was well better. Uh, they've got, yeah, they've got to, they've got to have that siege mentality, which I think they've been good about. It's been the collective guys of different guys have popped up and won games. So those that are injured, yes, we'll miss them. But this is the chance, and probably the last chance for some of them in an Airdrie jersey to go out and and show they're on TV, so people will be watching the game. All these people from Greenock are going down there thinking it's time to have a party. Uh, they, they think they've got the tie one. So 
go out and give them something to think about, turn them against the turn them against their own team, uh, and and enjoy it. Go out and express yourselves. You don't want to be at the end of your career looking back at what the big matches were and thinking, oh, we went, we sat in our nice shape, and we uh, we 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 stayed. We lost one 0 in aggregate over two legs. It would be a nightmare. Go have a go, uh, get them turned, get them around at their own goal, and uh, let's make it a horrible night. I want to see Morton fans in tears with Gallic commentary uh, over the top of it, and and Airdrie taking the rightful place in the championship. Sounds yeah. good. And you know what? I don't think any player from will care who scores. I said it in our earlier version before I get cut. I will say it again. If it's a 95th minute Max Curry diving header from a corner, you know what? I will take that. The guy will be a hero. Any any goal to get us back into this. Yeah, no, it's uh, the players are fatigued with playing so many games. You guys will be fatigued from having to do this twice. So if you haven't enjoyed it, it's my fault. <laughs> Didn't press the right buttons. But you know, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, great to have new voices. So, Barry, thank you. We'll, ha- we'll have you back on uh, loads. Uh, people listening, we don't have, we've only got Emma. She's moaning that she's the only female who comes on. So, uh, any more women? We've not really got MD under the age of 30. So, let's hear different Airdre voices and different experiences about supporting us over the year. Get in touch if you want to come on. Uh, you, you'll enjoy it. People are always nervous about it, but it's talking about football. It's what we do all the time. So, you'll. you'll Come and join us. Uh, and yeah, guys, let's fingers crossed we'll all be screaming at our TVs and everybody's doing the, the Broomfield Stomp in David's living room again come Friday night. Yeah, morning, Thanks very much. Come on, Thanks so much, Carl. Cheers.